Hey everybody, this is Curtis from the podcast letting you know that we're sponsored by Twitch. Twitch is a community where people can watch a cat play a piano or you can watch somebody play a video game. That's a regular thing too. There's a lot of amazing content on Twitch and you can find content creators that fit what you like to watch. And if you don't quite find what you're looking for, start streaming it yourself. We hope that you're going to love the world of Twitch because it's such an inviting world with tons to offer and there's really no limit to what the imagination brings. Check out Twitch today. Exactly this week. So if you're doing your math, your math checked out. Good There's job. Still four of us. You can. That counts as two people. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, that yeah. Makes sense. Well, what we haven't told the audience is that Lucas is pregnant. So since he's expecting, it's now time for <laughs> Angry Nerds podcast. Podcasting for two. Yeah, I might have a food baby after doing vacation, Victoria. So maybe. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. You know what? it's it's been it's been a it's been a couple of weeks there's been some news there's been some free games i didn't even write the free epic games in so i'm literally loading the epic launcher now to see what the free games are hopefully <laughs> they're good there is none no that's that's a flat face like there's always something for free even if it's like one of those stupid freeware games where they're like by the way we're giving you like 400 epic bucks for this game it's like fish okay. Like that's that's the worst it gets usually. Um, Epic bucks. Mm. Yeah, or whatever currency those stupid games use. V bucks for Fortnite. Okay, so the free games this week are Amnesia, Rebirth, and Riverbond. So, I don't know what the fuck that second one is. It looks like wannabe Minecraft or something. Yeah. You know what it kind of reminds me of is the that Minecraft spinoff they did, but that was kind of like... Oh, yeah, game. you're right. Yep. I That's exactly what that. it looks like. Yeah. But uh, Amnesia Rebirth is supposed to be pretty good, I think. Uh, if you yeah. like those creepy games, yeah. Yeah. If you like being creeped out and you don't live in a major city, where that happens <laughs> on an everyday basis. Uh, yeah. Oh. Looks are they are they from the Lonely Island? Or do they do the creep? <laughs> they, do, they do the creep, yeah. It's your arms T Rexen and uh, do the creep. <laughs> I forgot that part. <laughs> arms T Rexen, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, two games that I'm pretty sure most people don't really care that much about. But let's be honest, you're going to add them to your library anyways because you might end up playing them down the road. What I want to know is what the fuck is the games that are coming up? One of them has a sloth with like a hairpiece on it. 
I don't even understand what's going on. Uh, Paradigm? Okay, oh. So, oh, yeah, we almost forgot to talk about the games coming next week. So one is called Just Die Already, where uh, this is the synopsis of the game. Just Die Already is an old people mayhem sandbox game created by the designers of Goat Simulator. You are old and angry, and you've just been kicked out of your retirement home. How will you survive in a world that wants you to just die already? I, I've seen that. Is it a race car game, right? Or something like that? No. It literally looks like Goat Simulator, but with old people. Yeah, it's got, like, old people running around, heads being chopped off. What the fuck? Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's fun. I don't know. That seems kind of interesting. Yeah, and you can go to your grandparents and be like, I now know what your life is like. Yeah, you just running around, killing people. (laughs) Granny, (laughs) thanks. And then Paradigm, I don't know. It says it's an adventure game. So, I don't know if it's a point-and-click adventure game. Yeah, like, the box art uh, has, like, what looks like a a thumb uh, and a sloth of the hairpiece, and I am very confused. But, yeah, it definitely looks like a point-and-click kind of adventure game, like, based on the the screenshots. It's just fine. If you like those games, you like those games. Personally, I get bored of them pretty quick. But, hey, Just Die Already seems kind of fun, and Ghost Simulator was amazing, so... There is that. Let's get on with the news. Uh, big exciting news this week. Nintendo's Game Boy Advance emulator for the Nintendo Switch has seemingly leaked online. Let's uh, go. Yeah, let's, let's go. I'm curious. Let's My first thought was, how are they going to charge for this? Because if they start adding more onto the subscription thing, fuck <laughs> off. I ain't doing this. Was, it feels like they're just going to add it to that that deluxe pass i'm guessing they added yeah. like within the last week or something like that they added the splatoon 2 dlc as part of it just randomly out of nowhere i was like oh okay yeah uh, i guess that's cool that you're giving me more stuff for my for my purchase because prior to that it was just genesis and uh nintendo 64 and the animal crossing and mario kart dlc stuff was all we got that would be optimistic I still don't know if I would pay for that extra yearly fee, but I would be more open to it if it had this Game Boy Advance thing. Also, too, apparently there was something that leaked about, like, you being able to basically trade these Pokemon into modern Pokemon games because they listed, like, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, like the original games, and there was some trading app that was also included in the emulator, so... Some people are saying, like, oh, you might be able to trade Pokemon you play in those games into the modern games, which would probably make it worth playing if you're a Pokemon fan. Hmm. Um, so there is that as well. But, yeah, Game Boy Advance, that's... And who, I mean, also, too, like, Game Boy Advance built in had Game Boy Color and Game Boy Emulation. Right, too. So right. they could also just add those games, too. I don't know if you need a dedicated Game Boy emulator because I don't. I'm just gonna be real. I don't know if there's too many Game Boy, Game Boy Color games that are worth porting over. But you could probably just put those in with the Game Boy Advance emulator and it would run just fine too. Yeah, so. I could think of like a handful of Game Boy Color games I'd want. Uh, most of them are Zelda and <laughs> yeah, uh, Zelda, 
Pokemon, like yeah, Wario Land, uh, Zelda, Pokemon. Yeah. That's that's the big ones. But this the Advance had some good games. They had some Final Fantasy Tactics games Metroid. that were pretty good. Uh, Metroid for sure. Um, it, I think was Advance Wars. No, Advance Wars might have been on uh, yes. Was it? Oh, yeah. see, there you go. Advance yeah. Wars. There you go. Advance Wars yeah. is pretty cool, actually, from what I understand. I actually listened to uh, another group of guys talk about it, and they actually say they had a lot of fun on that one game. So. Yeah. That actually kind of gets me excited. I actually was looking for a copy of Advance Wars, and I was like, oh, well, I don't, but now we could play it extremely? Sure. Mm. So, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> I think E3 is coming up soon, so that would be a great time for them to be announcing this. Um, yeah. And I'm guessing if they announce it, they'll probably be like, it's out today. <laughs> so. They've been doing that lately, huh? They've been like, yeah, there's a new service and you can get it right now. Uh, so. I mean, it's just simple game emulation. The games are all done. They just have to get the emulator working just fine. So. Yeah. I bet this is uh, because they know that you can just fire up a Steam Deck with a bunch of Game Boy Advance games and yep. play them on there. Hmm. Yeah. It does yep. seem a little reactionary to that, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> Yeah. But it's also like, okay, especially like for the Pokemon stuff, if they're like, it can, if it can connect to the current games, that would be pretty big. And I think that would kind of get some people who have a Steam Deck to actually consider doing that instead. Whereas if you just play on the Steam Deck, it's just going to be like confined to whatever you play on that. It's not going to connect to any of the newer games or anything like that. So mm-hmm. it could be their way of, yeah, being like, well, you could play it on the Steam Deck, but why don't you play it on here? Yeah, you're paying for it technically, but you know we're going to give you a bit more than just the core game. So, anyways, that's coming. Something else that's coming is Amy Henning is working on a new Star Wars game. She was working on one before and that got canceled, but she's got a new one coming. So, hopefully, this one doesn't get canceled. Lols. Yeah, I mean, uh, I assume as long as it's not tied to EA in any ways, there's less of a chance of getting canceled. They just love canceling those Star Wars games. Uh, so yeah. Maybe now that more publishers are getting access to making Star Wars content, they'll be like, hey, let's actually make these games and not waste our license for a decade. <laughs> yeah. I I just hope that, like, whatever it is like just make it fun and exciting like that's what people want people want like something cool star wars like i don't know i know uh some people didn't like fallen order but fallen order was kind of cool it was like something different it was something new with star wars that you've never seen before so something like that i would be like yeah give me more of that Mm -hmm. um yeah uh there's a new wow expansion coming called Dragonflight, and it's very dragon centric so if you like dragon very. better be prepared to dragon like you've never dragon before <laughs> i heard you like dragon so we put a dragon in your dragon so you can dragon while you're dragon gotcha yeah. Yeah. you can be a dragon riding on a dragon yeah i mean that's kind of a weird concept huh uh <laughs> get a dragon mount you can yeah. you can be a dragon person 
I'm curious about what they're going to do because usually when they do new expansions, you can't fly. That like one of the things that nobody wanted, like join the like, expansion later, just because you can't fly around. You have all these flying mounts. Yeah. So now they're going to add. They're like you can do, you can do dragon tricks and all that stuff like that. So you're going to put flying in or not this time? I'm going to guess that that maybe these zones might be built around flying if that's the case because it would That'd make sense nice. uh it makes sense to to have because they, they they made a whole point about talking about the mount system and how it's going to be like oh you're going to have a dragon mount and it's going to be like customizable so you could like change the color and change the wings and put horns on it and shit like that so like maybe maybe because all that is a thing they'll have it open from the from the get-go or at least like as soon as you cap your character because yeah you're, like you said the last couple of expansions, uh, they just they they block flying for the first two months or something like that, and then they're like, "Okay, you can fly now." Well, they do say that there's four new dragon isles, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe the dragon isles are islands. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a new class. I think it's called the Drakthor. Yeah, so it's interesting the way they did it this time. The there's a new race, which is is I think that that's the Drac, whatever the hell the hell it was called. Uh, but okay. the race is also the the new class. Like, so you can only be this new class if you're this new race, and the, only the new race. Yeah, it's the Evoker or something like that. I think. Okay. Um, and yeah, apparently there's a tanking subclass of it and a uh, healing subclass. There's no damage dealers because they're like, fuck you, we don't need any more of those guys, mm-hmm. which I'm fine with. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't. We have so many damage dealers online. Seriously, yeah, no. Let's let's give some more tanks and heals. That's cool. Um, yeah, problem, I don't know. It seems cool. The, the problem with tanking is that you have to know the fight. I always right. had that issue. Like you actually have to play the game. Whereas the DPS guy can just literally go to sleep and just, like, do absolutely fucking nothing. Right. Which I've done. Yep. Yeah, damage is, like, don't stand in the stuff. That's all you really need to know. That's all you need to do. And if you die and you die, it's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If the tank dies, the whole party is probably going to die. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. I'm kind of excited. Like, I thought it looked kind of cool. And uh, the stuff they were talking about seemed promising. Um, Yeah. Will I play it for more than three months when it comes out? Probably not, but you know, I'll definitely resubscribe and play it for a bit. That's Look. what I'm going to do probably too. But I might when I buy a gaming computer because that the my computer is seven years old. I, I need a new gaming computer. But then I want to get a gaming computer for sure. I'm probably going to play this for a couple of months, mm-hmm. only a couple of months. Do not want to involve into myself in again another MMO. Ugh. Yeah. Looking at the gameplay, like it looks like there's a lot of like verticality to the environments. So I think like flying probably is more or less essential. I mean, looks like you could probably like get around on trails and stuff, but I mean, it looks like to really traverse around, you would probably need to be flying. So, mm. yeah. So, World of Warcraft keeps World of Warcrafting. Um, yeah, I mean, as someone who barely plays World of Warcraft, I don't know if this is enough for me to get back into it, but still. I, I respect that the, the game is, like, what now? Almost 20 years old at this point? Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, when I, think did... I think it'll be 18 this year, which is bonkers. <laughs> yeah, when did it come out, World of Warcraft? I think 2004. Uh, yeah. I think it was, like, November of 2004 was when it came out. That's insane. Yeah. 
So. It's old enough almost to uh, to be a what is it, sophomore in high school, and uh, <laughs> that's probably how old I was. Or actually, no, it's a, it's 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 eighteen. Yeah, it's it's a it's it's graduating high school this year. Is what it would be. Oh, yeah. okay. has, has it's, a driver's license. It's a senior. And, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably made a few mistakes along the way. Yeah. Yeah, hung out with the wrong crowd for a little bit there, maybe. Uh, got a little handsy. Uh, <laughs> Talking about being old, you're coming out with Rathal Lich King, too, as a classic. Yeah, yeah. The idea that the classic Rathal Lich King is classic WoW and it's also like 14 years old. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's wild. Yeah. It's, uh... Which I'd be willing to play if I could to play as a Death Knight. Yeah, like right off the bat, I don't want to go through that shit that they made. You have to be level sixty before I'm like, oh god. I assume they'll just open it up right away, right? Like, there's no way they're gonna make you level to sixty on a character just because at this point, like something to like automatically get a character to sixty. Yeah, they. that feels like a decision they would make at this point. I know back like when it first happened, they're like, oh, we don't want anyone just abusing the Death Knight being 58 and just getting a free max character level to start or whatever. But yeah. It's been but 14 Death years. Death Knights right? were actually good back then. Like, that's when the, 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 the class was great. Mm-hmm. It wasn't nerfed to shit. Well, it gets me thinking. I think like next year will be the 10-year anniversary of, of Hearthstone. Oh, oh! We'll talk about Hearthstone eventually. Yes, because there's a new expansion out. We'll talk about it before we play. Yeah. Oh no, two years. So it'll actually be the 20th anniversary for World of Warcraft. Will be roughly the 10 year anniversary for Hearthstone. It launched March 11, 2014. So, and then 2026, baby, it'll be the 10 year anniversary of Overwatch, and we'll get Overwatch three, and it'll and you can hate it more than you hate. <laughs> I'm kidding. Haven't even gotten Overwatch 2 to hate that one yet. And Maybe they'll just push it to 2026 ahead. just to make it the 10 year anniversary. <laughs> Here you go. You finally get Overwatch 2. Um, God of War Ragnarok will be arriving this year, according to one of the game's developers. So they were like, trust us, it's still coming this year. And there was some controversy on Twitter this week where people were like, it's basically DLC for the first game. And it's like, oh, no. come on. I thought they had delayed it officially, but maybe not. No. Well, that's good here. I'm, so. I'm happy about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I guess it was just rumored uh, that it was that it was delayed. Mm-hmm. Cool beans. I really want to play that game. That that last one was really fucking good. Yeah. I wonder if they'll announce that it's coming to PC because I think. The first, well, not the first game, whatever this technically the fourth game, uh, right? On PC, it's been selling really well, so I kind of wonder if like this year they'll just be like it's day and date to maybe combat uh, Game Pass a little bit. Hmm. But, um, GTA Five Remastered, which is now out on next gen consoles, has seemingly removed many negative depictions of trans people from the game including NPCs, an arcade item, and transphobic character dialogue. So, some people... Well, good for them to, to clean up their slightly uh, offensive 
uh, content. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly, I don't even remember the parts that they're talking about. That's how yeah, long I, it's been since I played it. So like, I don't, I don't know how bad it was, but um, it's probably a good idea to to not keep that stuff in the game at this point when the in, the climate's changed a little bit and how to receive these things. I, I find that kind of odd though because that game's based around crude and like murdering and raping and all that kind of stuff. But we're, but now don't talk about trans people in a bad way. I, I, I find that kind of weird. Yeah. I, I believe if I, I want to say it was something to do with Trevor dressing up in lingerie or something. I don't know. Like it, I don't even remember for sure what the fuck it was, but yeah, yeah, you're right. Like it, it does seem kind of weird that they would, they would backpedal a little bit on that since they've kind of just gone all in on being whatever the fuck they want to say. They'll just, yeah, exactly. No, no, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm behind that. Great. You know, don't assault people, but, <clears throat> but those, sorry, but those kind of games were kind of that extreme. Like if you bought that game, you knew that this game is not going to be very sensitive to whoever you are. Right. Mm-hmm. It's those games are very adult. Like, and also, too, like, I think because it's making fun of North American culture, I'm usually okay with the stuff that they... Exactly. The jokes they make, because, like, they're ultimately not laughing with it, but laughing at the people who are making those jokes, I think. More yeah. Or less. And it's lighthearted. It's not supposed to be, well, like, kind of lighthearted. It's a, it's a video game. They're not trying to hurt you. It's comedy, right? It's, it's, it's a satire, like you're saying. Yeah. But to backpedal on that, like, like good for them, I guess. But at the same time, it's like kind of the game that does that all the time. So yeah, that worries me a little bit because, <laughs> like, this that wow, that's that's an extreme step for them. Yeah, I wonder if it's just like a better safe than sorry kind of thing. Like, I just, think so. Yeah, you know, let's let's read the room. We've seen what's been going on with Blizzard and people being upset about their, you know. Uh, handling of certain things so maybe we'll take the step ahead and and just try to fix some problems that we've seen people might be upset about in the future yeah all right um crazy taxi and jet set radio are reportedly getting big budget reboots i'm down for this i want yeah man i'm just do, is, it, is Crazy Taxi going to have uh, Offspring uh, immediately? <laughs> like, it has to have that song as, like, the yeah. the main song, I would think. Also, make it be our Crazy Taxi. Oh, oh. man. Okay, I'm into that. I like that. Oh. Idea. Yeah, it sounds bonkers. Jet Set Radio I'm behind that 100%. Right? Yeah. While we're at it, do VR uh, Jet Set. That, that sounds cool, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you guys ever play the Dreamcast version of Crazy Taxi 2? Yes. Do you remember the tutorial level and how fucking hard it was? Yes. Yeah. It was that is probably the one of the hardest things ever done in video games. Period. That tutorial, but it taught you how to play. Like holy shit, I didn't know you could do this shit. Mm-hmm. Like it taught you how to play be a better player, but that tutorial Oh, well, I think I brought a dream I think I broke a Dreamcast controller over that. It was it was hard. Yeah, I remember playing that game in the arcade and being like, "Wait, you can you can boost <laughs> like the yeah. 
Yeah. What? <laughs> like, it's just something they didn't teach you. You just had to no. kind of know someone who knew how to play it. And they'd be like, oh, watch this shit. And you'd be like, what the fuck? Okay. Okay. So, so shifting while I press the gas. Okay, cool. And then like on the home versions, they're like, yeah, this is how you do that shit. You dipshits. Uh... <laughs> <Get with laughs> of course, you play your dipshits. Yeah. 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 Get the, with the fucking program. Yeah. But that was Why arcade culture, right? Back in the day, right, where, where sure. you, would have, you have to learn. That's how you put more quarters in, I guess, because yep. they wanted to not teach you everything. You have to be there longer to yeah. learn everything, to be an expert, right? That's why Mortal Kombat fatalities were 70 fucking inputs long, and you had to come <laughs> with your little crumpled piece of paper that you had in your pocket, like, all right, I can't remember a reptile's thing, so I'm just going to write it down. I'll just have it ready to go when I beat someone. And then when the, when the shadow goes over the moon, over the yeah, spike, yeah. the time, at <laughs> this time, with the two perfects, then you can fight reptile. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Your, your mom accidentally hits you with a grocery bag, and you miss an input, you're like, fuck, mom. I couldn't <laughs> uh, anyway. Those are good times, man. Yeah. Those were good times. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I guess we should talk about the elephant in the room. And I don't know, Lucas, you might get mad about this. I don't know if you know about this. Did you? Okay. Did you hear about Sonic Origins? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still pre-ordering that shit, but yes. Uh, which version are you going to pre-order? The one with all the locked DLC? Oh, fuck. I... No. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend the money. Um, so, yeah. Sonic Origins got announced this week. And it's essentially like a compilation of... I'm trying to think of what games are included with it. It's, and... it's so... Sonic 1, Sonic 2, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, and... Uh... Sonic CD. Sonic CD, yeah. yeah. I think that's all of them. Yes. But you could play as Knuckles in all of them. Yeah, that's weird. I guess you could do that with the 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 uh, Knuckles. Like, right? Didn't Knuckles, like, it was like a plug-in game, and you plugged yeah. it in, you could play Sonic 1 with Knuckles? Yeah, Sonic 3 goes into Sonic Knuckles because they couldn't make the games at the same time. They ran out of time, so they divided the game into two, two separate things. Yeah, Sonic yeah. 3. And they need Sonic Knuckles the year after ninety four, I think. Yeah. Um, also, I kind of want to play as Metal Sonic. I don't know. I get the Wait, feeling they put you play as Metal Fucking Sonic. I'm just saying, like they put him on the box art, and they've kind of like, yeah, you can play as Knuckles in all of these games. They have Amy and Metal Sonic on the cover. I would not be surprised if. They somehow later did a DLC pack where it's like, play as Metal Sonic and Amy as well in any of the four games or whatever. I don't know. Maybe it's not going to happen. But I I just have a feeling that they're already nickel and diming people for this game. Why not put out a $10 DLC pack where you can play as Metal Sonic and Amy? See, Sonic fans like me, and I mean, I'm like a megalomaniac for Sonic fucking Hedgehog. <laughs> Like, the, you just, I just pull up my wallet, and here you go, here's some money. Like, that's the problem with my, my end. I know that I'm getting ripped right the fuck off, because I have so many copies of this game, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but now, now, you can play as Knuckles, and then you can, might play as Metal Sonic, and you have a special episode animated on this. Like, here's my money. So this is where they know that. This is where like, people get upset, because there's a free pre-order bonus pack. You get this for free if you just pre-order it. It comes with 100 yeah. bonus coins, uh, a mirror mode that's already unlocked. So 
hypothetically it's already in there but unless you pre-order it you okay can't unlock it nor i don't know it's just very strange and then there's a letterbox background that's in the mega drive pattern whatever the fuck that means mm. but you can also get the premium fun pack for an additional 399 uh that will have uh also in addition 11 additional hard missions 10 letterbox backgrounds character animation in the main menu so yes you have to pay 399 to get animation in the main menu okay that's fucking dumb <laughs> yeah oh it doesn't why i'll pay, pay for all this that. shit that's why would you pay all that it's uh, i would yeah. that's the problem because i'm you're assigned... paying you're, you're i'm not saying you personally but uh like oh, people would. they're expecting people to pay for sonic to wag his finger right there that's literally all there is yeah. like he's gonna oh. wag his finger or he's gonna stand still <laughs> you you also get island camera control function over the main menu islands uh okay character animation during music islands whatever the hell that means and 73 additional music tracks from Sonic the Hedgehog Spinball, Knuckles Chaotix, and Sonic 3D Blast. So, If you're getting that, why don't they just include Sonic Spinball and uh, those other games in there too while they're at it? Seems like that could be done, those right? Those are not part of the Sonic Origins. Apparently. That's going to be the $29.99 <laughs> DLC you'll get yep, next exactly. I'll be like, oh, uh, now you get Sonic Spinball yeah. and... I'll call it right now. There's going to be a $10 DLC pack where it's like you can play as Metal Sonic or Amy in any of these games. See, I thought it was only for PS5, and I'm like, oh god, I got to, I finally get to miss this. And then these were like, no, it's for PS4 too. I'm like, well, there's fucking hundred bucks gone. Yeah, it's uh, god damn be available it. on the Nintendo Switch, PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and the Xbox Series X and S. So. I, mean, I was like, oh man, I, I would like a place to play all these games. And then I was like, wait, it's a $60 fucking thing for four. It is expensive. Yeah, that's four, my thing. Yeah, 30-year-old games. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. And, and for normal people that are not Sonic fans, they're going to be like, no. And like for us Sonic fans, are going to be like, holy shit, yes, here's my money. <laughs> well, here's what I don't get. Like, you can go and buy like the, the Sega collection they've got. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can even buy additional games for that. Like, I know on PC, I don't know if it's the same on consoles, but you can buy, you get, like, this freeware thing, and then it's got DLC where you can basically buy each of the games. Each of those games costs, like, two bucks. So Mm -hmm. you could buy all four of those games for, like, eight bucks. Right. But they're not remastered for HD and on a HD whatever (laughs) letterbox, man. It's It's so stupid. Uh, but yeah if if they include metal sonic it might be worth it (laughs) but lucas you're already sold on this you're gonna buy it anyways yes like like literally like anything else that comes with it unfortunately i'm a huge sonic fan so it's meaning like here's my wallet Mm -hmm. i love you said unfortunately like, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, like, like well, the, this is this is this is the plague of being a Sonic fan. Sometimes, but they know that they can manipulate you and just be like, "Remember this Sonic game? Yeah, here's a hundred dollars for it. Yeah, here you go. Here's a hundred bucks. God damn, I got tricked again. I'm like fucking knuckles of Sonic Three. Keep getting tricked by Doctor Robotnik. Oh, this is a, there's a special DLC pack. You pay five dollars, and Sonic appears on the menu. Says, "Bend over. I'm gonna sure. you over. <laughs> sure, whatever. Bend me over too. Apparently." <laughs> Here's my money. 
right. Did people like Sonic Colors? Is that it's supposed to be any good? Was that so? Okay, so my small review of Sonic Colors. I played it on the Wii, and I really mm-hmm. liked it. And the the new Wii, the one that they have out now, kind of sucks. Mm. I don't know why, and I think it's because they made it easier and not challenging enough. Whereas I think the Wii had lives, and the newer version didn't. So you could just keep dying and keep resetting and keep going. And I think the challenge just kind of disappeared. And it's it's okay. Uh, the I think it set the tone for what it is now, where Sonic 3D is. But it's eh, eh, it's not that great. The, mm. the Wii version's better. Final bit of news this week. The writer of Portal 1 and 2 says regarding Portal 3, we should just do it. I agree. Yeah, make it happen, guy. Just just do it. Just write Portal 3. And I then was... just make get just take Gabe, uh Gabe Newell and and you know, lock him in a room and be like, until we make Portal 3, you're stuck in here with me and just that's it. I'm gonna start a room. Hold him hostage. That is completely <laughs> not true. But I'm gonna the, the rumor that I'm gonna start is that the Steam Deck secretly has Half-Life 3 on it that you have to put in a secret. Already? It's already it. done? Yeah, it's just hidden on the Steam Deck. That's you have to put in a secret code that you can only get from playing enough Steam games over the next five years where it slowly unlocks a cipher for you to find the passcode to, to open Portal 3. Yes. 100%. It sounds... Yep, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, Portal 3. Make it happen. I would... You know what? Tie it into Half-Life. Because that's what I thought we were all assuming was going to happen. Like, Half-Life 3 has the portal gun as part of your repertoire. Hmm. So. Anyways. Alright. Well, let's get on with what we've been playing. And I can start us off this week because I've got myself a Steam Deck. Yay. And boy, oh boy, is it a hunk of a machine. It actually is not as heavy as I was expecting it to be. Like, it's it's big. Like, it's it's very large. But mm-hmm. it doesn't feel heavy, which is probably great. Like, how, compared to, like, the Switch with, like, two Joy-Cons, like, is it, like, twice the weight of that about? Because it looks thicker yeah. than that, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's roughly around, I'd say, a pound and a half. Okay. And I don't know how much the Switch weighs. How much does the Switch weigh? That's a good question. Let's see. Uh, approximately 0.66 pounds. So, yeah, yeah. Roughly twice the size of a Switch. Yeah, I can buy that. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I got it, and I think my overall impression is this is not something for somebody who just wants an out-of-the-box experience. This is for somebody who knows that you're going to have to tweak this thing and play around with it because there are some things that don't quite make sense and some things that aren't going to work for most people and you're going to have to play around with this in order to get it to where you want it to be. But I think like once you get it there, it's great. It just takes a little bit of finagling to get it to where you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think the biggest complaint I had was there was some weird design choices they made. So, for instance, by default, the Steam Deck throttles download speeds to prioritize streaming of games, which I don't know too many people who are going to be streaming games. I don't know. Maybe there's people out there. I assume most people like me are probably just downloading titles to their Steam Deck 
and put right. them off that. But I was like having the worst download speeds, and I'm like, seriously, what the fuck? Like, how am I not able to download games at a decent rate? And I understand hmm. that I was like on Wi-Fi, and it's probably not as fast as Ethernet. But still, even by that standards, it was still very slow. And I was playing around with the settings, and then by default, it's like, we're throttling your downloads so that you can stream games. And I'm like, oh, nope, don't want that. So I disabled that, and it got a lot faster. So I don't know That's why. on by default? Yeah. That seems like a terrible thing to put on by default. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And you know what? I, I like Again, if you're somebody who's just getting this as an out-of-the-box experience, you're going to start downloading games. You're going to be like, why the fuck are the downloads so slow? And you're probably going to get frustrated like I did. And then, you know, some people aren't going to think to look around and check the settings and stuff. They're probably just going to get angry and return it. Um, so, yeah, like stuff like that just seems weird. Also, I don't know. There's a wired headphone jack. And I'm not saying that I'm all for the getting rid of wired headphone jacks. But there's no Ethernet port on this thing. And I would have rather have gotten an Ethernet port over a wired headphone jack. Just saying. Like, this is obviously something that, like, people are going to be downloading things on or playing some multiplayer games. And I get that you probably want to give people the option to play stuff on the go. I would have rather preferred to give, like, an Ethernet port so that when you're downloading things or using this at home, at least you have faster downloads or faster, like, speeds in general, not just downloads, but other stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, that's kind of the negatives, but the positives are far outweighing it. Like... This plays most of your PC games pretty easily. I was thinking I was going to have to install Windows, but I've been using it now for like a week and a half, almost two weeks, and I've yet to install Windows. I don't think I even will, to be honest, because the Proton compatibility that they've included in this essentially gets it to uh, play almost everything that plays on PC on this Linux SteamOS. So... Um, basically it's kind of like if you ever played games on Mac way back in the day, uh, like there's wine wrappers for those that can basically emulate PC stuff on, uh, Mac. It's very similar to that. It's basically just a wrapper that basically gets it to emulate on that OS. And I found that it was actually working quite well. Uh, Steam does tell you like which games will work with the Steam Proton Pack, which are questionable, and which either won't work at all or untested. I found even with the ones that were saying that they were not 100% compatible, they were still working relatively well. Um, there was a few games I tried where they were like, we just can't verify this works and it worked just fine. Like Resident Evil Village was an example. Like they said Resident Evil Village doesn't work. And then I loaded it up and it worked just fine. So I think it's a case where maybe Capcom hasn't like officially said it works. They don't put it in, but you can download it. You can try it for yourself and see. Uh, I haven't had too many games where it was like a critical game crashing bug level of incompatibility. So that's good. Um, I think that probably the worst it gets is like sometimes games will have like a launcher that launches before the game itself. And you can't use your controller with that. You have to use the touch screen, but it's not totally terrible. Um, I think of like Mass Effect, the Legendary Edition. I was trying that, and they were like, oh, in order to use this menu, you have to use the touchscreen. Well, you know, Weird. it's not terrible. Like, you just tap on what you want to use, and it just loads. But I could see how they're like, it's not 100% compatible because you can't use the controller. So keep in mind, when it says that it's not 100% compatible, 
don't take that to mean it probably won't work. Take it as it probably will work with some mild stipulations. Because um, that's what I've been experiencing so far. Um, and yeah, there's a good library of compatible tiles, even if like they're not all 100% compatible. Like when I got this thing day one, there was like, which I could probably even load it up right now and give you an official number. But let's see. Like I own around 161 games on Steam, and I think like of those ones I own, around 50 were 100% compatible, and then like the rest were either mildly compatible or untested and worked relatively well. So, yeah. Hmm. Um, so, okay. so do you regret buying it, or is it just like a technical problem? I don't regret it at all. I just wish. Like, with the stuff that, like, like with the throttling the download speeds, I wish that we were, like, when you launched it, they were, like, are you going to be streaming games to this or downloading? Like, choose one or the other, and we'll give you the best settings for that. Like, it just seems like a weird oversight that they didn't think to ask people that, because, I don't know, maybe there are people that are going to be streaming games from their computer to their deck. Maybe that's, that is, like, uh, something that people are going to do. But I just... I'm not going to be doing that personally, and I don't know why they would throttle my download speeds for that when I'm not going to do it. You know what I mean? So, mm. um, yeah. Yeah, so, like, out of my 160-ish games on Steam, 126 of it are playable on the deck. That's pretty good. Yeah, so. What are the uh, the fans? Like, how did, how loud are they? I've heard some people complaining they got some, some loud fans on them. I mean, it depends on the game you're playing, but mostly I find they're pretty okay. Like, oddly enough, the game I've been playing the most on it is Among Us, which is <laughs> kind of a weird game to play. But, uh, like, I was playing Doom Eternal, and it was starting to get a little loud, but not really mm. that noticeable. I mean, I've definitely had louder consoles in the past. Um, yeah, even, like... I tried to install a good portion of games that were either, like, newer or older or, like, even just slightly older. So, like, uh, I installed stuff like Doom Eternal. Uh, I installed the Mega Man X Collection, Resident Evil Village, The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. I even managed to install Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. So, I've been mm. playing Sonic Adventure 2 Battle on my Steam Deck, and it plays pretty well, actually. That just sounds like porn to me when you see Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. <laughs> I, actually, it was funny because I was taking transit the other day and I brought my Steam Deck with me. I was playing Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. And I look over, there's this guy staring at me. And I think in his mind, he's like, this guy's playing Sonic Adventure 2 Battle on the bus. This is this is wild. Yes, um, I would have thought that too. Yeah. I'd be like, that, that's a dream to me. But I'm still not going to get a Steam Deck. I have too much games to play. Yeah. The thing I like about it is, like, I haven't had to buy anything for my Steam Deck, like, games-wise. Like, I have a full library of games I can play right away. So that's probably... That's like, true! Like, if you have Steam and you have a collection of games in your Steam library, once you lock into Steam, you can play a good portion of those on Steam right away. Now, if you're not somebody who plays on Steam a lot, yeah, obviously you're going to have a bit of a hurdle. But I think most people will have at least a good amount of games in their Steam library that, like, day one, you've got stuff to play on this, which is kind of nice. Whereas with, like ps5 or xbox series x or whatever you're gonna buy you're gonna have to buy a game or two day one and even that it's probably just one or two games um mm -hmm. you know to fully enjoy it so there's that too um the controller feels great i haven't had too many issues with it although i wish they put some kind of lighting behind like the d-pad uh this may sound dumb but like i don't know sometimes when it's 
you're playing it and it's like darker lighting it's kind of hard to see the d-pad because it is fully black and there is nothing on it to really like make it stand out so i don't know i think if there was like a second iteration of this i would put like make the d-pad like a lighter gray or even put like some light behind it so you can at least see it a little bit more prominently um mm. as it is it's like sometimes i'm like where the fuck is the d-pad but that's <laughs> kind of like a specific thing like i don't know if too many people are playing games with dim lighting but um yeah the battery life has been pretty decent so far it does depend on what you're playing obviously like if you're going to be playing resident evil village or doom eternal yeah you're probably going to run out of battery a little bit quicker than other games but for the most part i find things run pretty pretty well um, and you can play like plugged into like a ac adapter or whatever and yeah. and yeah nice well okay. it is USB-C, so pretty much any USB. C oh yeah can yeah, charge yeah. This. so like even the other day i was taking it with me to work and whatnot and i was running low on battery I was like, oh, I didn't remove my AC adapter. And then I'm like, wait, I have like a battery pack with me that I just plugged my battery pack in and was using that to charge it. So nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So also too, like if you can get it, like once you get into like the Steam or OS like desktop mode, there's a lot of other stuff you can do too. Like I was able to load up a bunch of emulators um, and even like you can, once you download the desktop, you can actually load them into the Steam OS or Steam Deck like interface thing, so you can actually load it straight from the Steam Steam Deck itself. So I was playing stuff like Metro Prime, uh, some older Pokemon games, even. So it was pretty cool. I mean, how are how are the load times on it with the uh, SSD? Are they pretty good? Yeah, the load times have been pretty decent. Nice. I think like some newer games take a little bit longer, but like not terribly. So I haven't been like waiting five minutes for something to load or anything like that. Sweet. Yeah, so I don't know, if I had to give it a score, I'd give it a seven out of ten, and I feel like when it gets some more updates, it probably could go up to an eight or a nine. Um, I think they're probably going to update the OS and change some things, and I think there are ways they can make this a better experience without even changing much of the hardware. Because I think the ar- hardware itself is perfectly good. It's yeah. like some just weird OS stuff, like that throttling. Like if you get your Steam Deck, first thing you should do is just go and disable that option because unless you're actually streaming games from your PC to your deck, you don't need that option on. Mm. So, Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting mine. Yeah, it's fun. Like, I'm even just, like, laying on the couch, and I'm just, like, I'm playing Resident Evil Village on my Switch. It's great. Or nice. not my Switch, my deck. Pretty much like a Switch. But, um, yeah. On that, though, I did buy one game for my deck, and it was a game that I was like, eh, should I buy it? Yeah. And then, well, I didn't even really buy it. A friend bought it for me because he was like, I'm going to be out of town. It's your birthday in a couple of months. I'll just get you this game. So he got me Death Stranding, the director's cut. And it's fun. It flows a little bit better than the original Death Stranding, I find. Um, feels like whatever they did, like, kind of picked up the pace a little more. And yeah, I've been playing that on the deck. And it's just fantastic. It plays so well. Um, yeah, so... I don't know. Nice. It's Death Stranding. I think some people still won't like it, but I'd give it like an 8 out of 10 so far. It's pretty solid. Uh, I've also been playing through Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. I got that on the Switch uh, last episode. I'm still playing through that. It's fun. It's Lego Star Wars. Mm. Um, I think my main complaint is that the game is way too easy. Like, 
I'm burning. I was burning through the episodes like in thirty minutes a piece. So, like, I'm not saying the games are too easy, but the games are too easy. Like, I'm sure kids will probably be like, "It's tough, Dad. I don't know what I'm doing." But <laughs> if you play pretty much any game nowadays, you can probably play through this really quickly. I mean, there's stuff to go back and unlock, but I don't personally feel like there's much of an impetus for me to do that. So. Uh, also on the Switch, I got a review copy of Star Wars Force Unleashed. So, that old game, it's now on the Switch. And it comes with Joy-Con support. So, when you're doing like a Force Blast, you can like pull your Joy-Cons in towards you. And then that'll do Force Blast. Yeah. It's not, hmm. that, it's not that exciting, to be honest. Does it... Does it, uh, is it running on the Switch or is it one of those like games that's like got the cloud version where you play it? Oh, no, it's, not... it's running on the Switch. Yeah. How, how does it look? Uh, not great. Uh, yeah. and then again, it's an older <laughs> game. So I'm like, yeah. I don't know if I have rose colored glasses or rose tinted glasses because I'm like, this game doesn't look great, but I'm like, did it ever look great? Or am I just yeah. like looking back fondly on it? But. It's fine. There's they added a multiplayer mode. Uh okay. so there's there's that. You can like versus and you can choose different characters to versus, so that's kind of fun. Uh I'd probably give this like a 6 out of 10. I don't know. It's eh. there's not really much here for people to play if they've played the original game. Um unless you're really really wanting to play it on the Switch. Uh, yeah, and then Elden Ring. I've been trying to play through that, even though I'm like, ugh. I don't know. I lost all my momentum in that game when I got to the final boss, and they're like, "You have to go do this until you can beat this boss." And I'm like, "Well, I just managed to get to you, so why don't you just let me fight this boss?" Like, that would be the best thing to do. Oh, and I guess I've also been playing Hearthstone too. The new uh, expansion is out. Uh. Paladin is busted as fuck right now. Um, there's this new three mana card that basically takes all the stats from a minion and puts it into a minion in your hand. So, like, if somebody plays, like, a big 12-12, you just go and play that card. It siphons it down to a 1-1 one, one and gives those 11 stats to something in your hand. And boy, oh boy, have I been having fun just playing against people. And they're like, look at this big minion I got. Big minion's going to take you out. I'm like, nope. Sweep. And now all of a sudden, my charged pirate, which can go directly to face, now is like a 22-22. It's ridiculous. It's busted. I'm pretty sure they're going to nerf it soon, but... Yeah. Alright. Jamie, what have you been playing these days? Well, I haven't been playing a ton of new stuff, so I, I was, like, moving uh, over the last couple of weeks, so I've been a lot... Uh, uh, just house crap around the house that I've had to do. So I haven't been playing a ton of new things, but I have been playing more Elden Ring. Um, I I managed to beat uh, Radon, uh, which was kind of crazy because I did him in, on my first try. Uh, so I don't know, like, I know a lot of people are saying, like, he's really hard and, and uh, giving people a lot of problems. But, like, when I fought him, he was broken. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, there, there was a, 
a moment when I was uh, in the middle of the fight. I was on my horse and I just ran around uh, chasing him in a circle and swinging my katana at him and beat him that way. He never got off a horse. He just kind of let me run around in circles and attack him, uh, which was kind of weird. Uh, but yeah, so I never even saw him like turn into a comet and, and try to attack and blow up on, on me or anything like that. It was, it was fucking weird. Uh, so yeah, uh, I made it past him. I'm still kind of cruising through. I'm in the Volcano Manor now while also um, doing some stuff in the capital city. Uh, but yeah, just slowly picking away at bosses and, and uh, getting new weapons and cool shit in that game. That game is so huge. Like, it feels like no matter what I do, uh, whether it's main quest or side quest or whatever, it just feels like the amount of progress I make in a day is just so minuscule. I'm so confused on how people are beating this game in 27 minutes. It just seems so wild to me. Um, but yeah, it continues to be a impressive uh, display of world building, and the map is just awesome to explore and kind of find little secrets here and there so just still really love an elden ring um the one thing that i am playing that i that i haven't been playing before was uh, i picked up tiny tina's wonderlands and uh i yeah. yeah i i really like it uh uh i haven't gotten super far i'm still like in the first like uh i don't know maybe two to three hours but um I started a Mushroomancer, I think is what they're calling them. Does that sound right? Maybe. Uh, it's it's the class, or Spore, Spore Warden, that's what it is. Um, and uh, you get a little Mushroom Buddy, and he comes around and attacks stuff. He's kind of like a little tank character. Kind of gives me very much uh, Hunter and World of Warcraft vibes playing this class, which I'm digging. Because uh, for the first time in a Borderlands game, when you have a pet, it feels like you can actually do something good with them and make them attack the people you want to attack because you can ping um you can ping a enemy and your little mushroom dude will actually go out and attack that enemy which is something that i wish they had back in borderlands 2 with the uh when i was playing a mechromancer uh and i had my death trap uh that would never uh never attack what i wanted it to and would always go off and just do whatever the fuck it wanted so um but yeah, like the as as uh, Lucas was saying a couple weeks ago, like it's it's really fun. Uh, the the Dungeons and Dragons theming of everything is pretty cool. Um, I think they do a good job of of making a thing that feels very Borderlands, but also has enough of its own kind of uh, flavor to it. Um, the I haven't gotten to the point. I know this is a thing that will eventually happen, but I guess you can you can unlock two classes at one time eventually, which is similar to multi-classing in Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I so haven't you, reached that either yet, and I yeah. want to get to that point. Yeah, so so it gives you. It sounds like the options for like building your character will get pretty robust by that point because you can kind of basically just take two character classes that you like and just pick skills from both. Um, so it seems like the combinations you can kind of come up with are pretty cool. Um, so I'm yeah, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm playing a spore warden. I'm I'm not sure what I'm going to do with the other one yet. I might pick the the necromancer class, or maybe I'll pick um, one of the more just straight up magic caster classes or something um but yeah it'll be interesting to kind of experiment with you know builds with that um 
I'm really excited because I've heard that the end game of this is actually the best part of it. Because uh, it's kind of like a roguelike kind of thing that they've done. Um, so I'm excited to get to that point. But so far, the, the campaign's good. It's really well uh, voice acted. Uh, it's got uh, Will Arnett playing the main villain, which is one of my favorite uh, actors. So he's, he's a funny guy, and he sounds... Uh, he does a great job in this game as well. Uh, they got Andy Samberg uh, from Lonely Island, who's doing all the uh, one of the characters that is kind of uh, playing the game with you, and Wanda Sykes, I believe, is the other one. Uh, so I think the cast is actually pretty good, um, and I've enjoyed just you know the interactions they have while Tina's Tina's being the DM. Um, it's kind of interesting. They have like this mechanic that kind of. Uh, keeps it from being a completely open world like other borderlands where they have this like overworld thing uh and and the the idea of having random encounters when you're walking through the grass and you kind of just go to like a little mini arena and just fight a bunch of bad guys when that happens uh it i thought i was gonna hate it uh but i actually kind of dig it because it just kind of breaks up like the the big levels with like a little kind of couple mini battles you could do here and there uh and kind of just get some some loot that way um but yeah, it's 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 really well done so far. I I dig it. You know, uh, I don't know if everyone who's a big Borderlands fan will necessarily dig it just because of the fantasy theming of it. But I don't think that there's, I don't think that it's like far enough off into the fantasy side of things. Where it's like if you played Borderlands, you'd be like, oh man, this is just something totally different. It's it's enough like Borderlands where you still like it. But I think it's also got some some cool stuff that it does. Uh, so yeah, I, I think so far for me, it's like a nine out of ten for sure. Um, and it'll probably go up more as I'm as I'm playing through more. But yeah, it's fantastic game, lots of fun. Uh, I'm excited to play it with some other people. Uh, so yeah, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But have you yeah. got any legendaries yet? No, nothing yet. Um, Wait till I... you get them. Some of them are amazing. Are they? Oh man, now I'm excited. I'm curious. Yeah. They'll drop eventually. It's not. It's if you get the golden dice things, eventually mm-hmm. you start your up. Your luck goes up. Yeah, and you eventually start running into them. And uh, we've gotten like four or five of them now. And oh my god, they just make the gameplay so much funner. So are they like? Do they do a better job? Like I feel like some of the golden legendary guns in like Borderlands Three were kind of like too samey. much. Yeah, they, they like yeah. they were cool, but like they weren't like anything like oh man, this is like something completely new and unique. Like, do they do enough of a of a uh, kind of like unique thing with the with the legendaries in this game? They, where they do. So the one I have right now, so it shoots out those balls of flame, and then when mm-hmm. you throw it out, it does a big huge cascade of like a pillar of flame. Okay, so that's that what awesome. happened. That it. one, the one that my girlfriend got, it shoots out saw blades, and then you can switch over the gun, and it shoots out actually like a. You know those old like throwy grenades you have? Like you're actually I forgot what those grenades were called, like back to World War Two. Oh like the potato masher looking thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so they shoot that out. Um I have a legendary spell that shoots out saw blades now, and then my cloak that I have. If I if someone's poisoned, they have a fifteen percent chance to blow up and poison everybody else. That's awesome. Okay. So yeah, so it's it's very much but it's good and they last for a little bit. That's cool. Yeah, and we had I'm... that skull one. I don't know if you got that for the DLC, but if you got the DLC, it actually you can shoot out a skull and it goes around and talks to people and blows up. 
I'll have to check. I I know that they had a uh, they already come out with their first uh, downloadable content stuff this, yeah. this week, which I haven't had a chance to check it out because obviously I'm still playing through the campaign. But uh, that was pretty quick because uh, the game's only been out like three weeks, I think. So it was like uh, the first month they were going to come up with it. Yeah, that's bonkers. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm excited. I hope they continue supporting it. Uh, you know, a little bit better than maybe Borderlands Three because I think. I think Borderlands 3 kind of got hung up on on the pandemic happening in the middle of their their release schedule there. Um, it was kind of weird, but yeah, I am excited to keep playing it and uh, and it's it's been a lot of fun so far. Right. Looks what you've been playing lately. What have I not been playing lately is the question. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> so uh, a few things I'll talk about. Let's talk about Hearthstone because you brought it up. Uh, so I trashed the shit out of the expansion, but I did what you said. So I dusted all my shit and I went to get like an actual deck and I got the the mage mecha deck and holy, I haven't lost. I've won like 13 games in a row now. Nice. Like it's crazy. So I don't know if you played against it yet, but there's those shark missile oh, uh, yeah. character. Holy crap, if you get that play out and then you get the freaking like gigantic like drill monster guy out, I don't know their names unfortunately. It, it just wrecks shit. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much health you have, you die. Because every time you play a mech out, you damage three damage and you keep doing that. And then if you kill one of the mechs things, these spawn mechs and they shoot out missiles, I ugh. Yeah. I can see me being very frustrated against playing against me now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the card, the card that Lucas is talking about, basically, like, it's a mech, and anytime you play another mech, it does three damage to random enemy. So, uh... Um, it's crazy. Yeah. And there's ways to, like, discount your mechs. Like, I know I've played that deck, and I've gotten, like, some cards down to, like, one or two mana, and then I play that card, and then I'm just loading, like, one or two mana, uh, mechs. And it's just, each time you're doing three damage. It's insane. It's... It's too powered right now. It probably... Yeah, it's gonna get nerfed. I, I can yeah. see it being nerfed pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, but like, if your guy, like, if some people die, so if you have a rush character and you go kill yourself, it spawns mechs, so they does six more damage because usually spawns two mechs. I'm just like, this is insane. There's one that like spawns like two mechs just as a battle yeah. cry. So that's an automatic six damage right there. Like, it's it's. Uh, it's the lady, the mermaid lady. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm playing that, so that's good. Um, I played outside of gaming, kind of. Uh, I played a pinball machine while I was in Victoria, and it was a Ninja Turtle uh, pinball machine. And holy shit, I have not had much, so much fun with pinball in a very long time. So when you go up to the pinball machine, you select your turtle. But, like, you had go through episodes. Uh, there's, like, a little spinning pizza, and eventually I got a multi-ball. Where, like, the ball goes inside of the pizza, and then all the balls kind of combine together, like six balls, and they spin around for a little bit and shoot them everywhere. Just like, you know, like a, a Ninja Turtle brother attack or something like that. Mm. Uh, very good. Very excellent. Um, if you like Ninja Turtles or Pinball, if you ever see it, go play it. So that was a lot of fun. Nice. Uh, the big one I want to talk about is that I bought Chrono Cross, uh, the remake, uh, which oh. is called Chrono Cross the Radical Dreamers, I do believe. Yes. I have that oh on my watch list so i'm curious what you think of it i will talk about it in details <laughs> oh i know you will uh so you you yeah so this game came out i don't know when i was 20 probably ish and like to play this game again is almost like tier setting where it's like 
it reminds me of a very young time of my life. So where like nothing, I didn't really care about much except for video gaming. So it was nice to actually go back to it. So uh, there's two games here. So we have the main game and we have the Radical Dreamers, which was a text-based game. Um, I suggest getting a walkthrough just for the map because it gets confusing. So it's text-based. So the map, uh, when you go, like say if you go west and you go back and there was a room that was west or east, you got to remember if it was west or east now, now it's reversed. So now west is e east is west. And they, they do that. So it's a very confusing map. And there's also have a, the only issue I have with it, you do have a health bar, but it's hidden. So you do take damage from these random encounters eventually, and then you die. And like, you don't know where your health bar is. You don't know, like, and there's certain places you can heal. Uh, but like the text-based adventure was okay. Um, I think it set a very good tone where it's like you're three thieves trying to catch the uh, eternal flame, the frozen flame, which was supposed to make all your dreams happen. And like the bad guy is trying to get it. And you're like, no, screw that. I'm going to get it. So um, it's fun. Uh, I think it's a good addition for those who people play it at Chrono Cross fans. So the main game. So um, I think everybody should try this game. I don't think that this isn't a game that you shouldn't try. It has a very um, a mood to it that you don't really see a lot of the game where it's like the music is very touching. Um, it's almost like you go to a concert where you could feel like when you're in the jungle, when you can, uh, when you're in a village, when it's sad, when it's happy, and you don't really get a lot of that in video gaming anymore. Where you don't get like a fantasy, just like a final Final Fantasy score. Whoever did this music, I don't know, but the music is is something like, like I have the music still on my library. I listen to it ever so often. It's so powerful and so moving, and that's one of the one of the points of this. Um, so this game has a lot of characters. It has like 60-something characters. So you're going to be catching characters, doing things, looking around. Um, but each character, which is really cool when you're in battle, there's like a percentage thing you can do. You have like uh, a three-rank system. So you have, you know, one, two, three. And like your first rank could be 99% and your third attack could be like, you know, 75%. But your third rank is uh, more damaging, whereas the other one isn't. And you can move down the bar. But as you attack, everybody has like a unique attack. So it's like watching almost like, and like all the spells even have sort of like a um, a movie kind of, what the hell, like animation kind of movie to, to them. Like I've never seen spells so unique and so well done. Whereas like a fireball off like a Dungeon Dragon game, someone just throws a fireball. Whereas this, when you cast fireball, it's a little ball up over your head and it shoots a bunch of fireballs and then like smashes into a guy's face and it looks cool. That's just a basic spell. And most of the spells are very cinematic, very cinematic spells, which are just, they're awesome to watch. Mm -hmm. um, there's also a fast forward button, which they added to when you beat the game back in the day, but now they actually put it in. So if you kind of like don't want to watch the battle, you can just fast forward it and you just keep on going. So that's a good feature. Uh, like, like there's so much to talk about this game. It's ridiculous. I can go on hours about this game. I'm going to try not to, but I can. Like, it's... Uh, like, um, there was one character I missed where, uh, you, so it's a time traveling game, sort of. So there's an alternate reality. And if like, there's a guy that's like, uh, this huge fisher and he caught this magical fish, like, oh, finally I got this huge fish, but you've got the alternate world. He actually didn't catch his fist and he became like a religious fanatic. And he made this straw guy to like, you know, to like, 
kind of to be like his god, and then you can then you can get that as a character. And now it's in your party. Um, it has like it's it's crazy. I <laughs> I love this game a lot. Um, so there's that where as you can see between the alternate world and the real and the world. So you to not be too you do you know basically through the game, but there's the world you're in is the world you didn't die, and the world the alternate world which you go to eventually is the world that you died and you actually get to see how much it affected the other world mm-hmm. where um, certain people didn't suit things, didn't meet their certain dreams. I, I, guy, I, I have to say, pick up this game. There, there's nothing else that like, you know, I, I don't know what else to say about this. I don't want to reveal too much. Cause if I talk about the story and stuff like that, you don't get to experience the story. You don't get to experience the villages, the swamp areas. And it's, it's very much a, um, turn-based game kind of they, they switched up the combat where like uh you have that stamina gauge i was talking about and the spells are the spell slots so you can pick all your spells there's way to capture spells or different spells you don't know like this I, I i can't the cinematic for these spells are absolutely amazing where like you see black holes explode and stuff like that it's very uh for me it's exciting very much a japanese rpg but also like probably the best japanese rpg you could ever play so yeah like 14 out of 10. Too many stars to count. So, yeah. <laughs> Play it. God damn it. I am curious, though. Like, does this... Do you feel like this is worth something... Worth it if, like, people have played the original? Because, like, is this just a port or is there more to it than just it's a it's, oh, Sorry, yeah. So, it's a graphical update as well. Um, okay. There's nothing new, though. That's the other thing. If you're looking for something that's, like new to this game no you're just playing through the same game as you did before it's not um if you don't want to replay chrono cross or if you have your own copy you might not want to pick it up like you just probably slip it in but it is there's more graphics to it like it's it's hd but he still has that kind of um pixelated kind of looky to it mm. still but it's more clear now like it actually can make out certain things so that's nice the graphical update uh, but for anybody that wants to play it and wants to pick this up, it all depends on if you like the story and played it before. But there's nothing new. There's nothing, you know, you're still playing through the same story you played before. Okay. Yeah, I was just kind of curious because, like, I've played the original and I kind of want to check this out. But Barbie's like, eh, what's in it for me as somebody who's already played the original? But mm-hmm. it sounds like for the, like, graphical adjustments alone and all that, it's worth it. It's worth it, yeah. So, like, let me. I assuming the music's better. I'm assuming everything else is better. Yeah. Uh, the uh, like, 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 I, I don't know. The graph. That's the big thing. Was the big graphics things was the big new one. Whereas in like, the updated everything into HD, which was nice. So you don't feel like you're playing a very old style game. If you played it now, probably and play put a Chrono Cross game in at the moment, you'd be like, oh my god, these graphics are horrible. It's like you know, that pixelated playstation kind of like graphics that they have yeah. it's mm-hmm. not there anymore it's it's very much a clear solid kind of character they obviously did a lot of work to it right okay that's just what i was curious like i i do plan on picking it up eventually part of it's like oh like is this uh is this on a level of being yeah spruced up or is it just like the, the straight up port of the original but it's a straight up port with a graphical update yeah okay yeah okay uh, but anybody who has not played it, I I tell you now, play it. It's probably going to be one of your favorite games to play. It's not. It, it's it's 
it's one of those games where like Shadow of Colossus back in the day or mm. it's a very it's a classic game. Um the only problem uh anybody's played if you played Chrono Trigger, the difference between Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross is a big difference. There's no of those triple techs or dual techs. You can some of those characters can triple tech, but like only some of them can. And like that kind of limits you on that. You still have a three man team. Uh, so you have to pick your team for strengths and weaknesses. Everybody has their own unique spell as well. So like, uh, everybody will have three unique spells, and then all the rest of the slots are picked up with your spells that you want. Like, uh, you also have to keep strategy wise. Where in your healing spells, you can only have a certain amount of limited healing spells, so you can only heal your guys so limited. So if you're in a big boss battle and you're getting destroyed, there's only so many times you can heal yourself before you lose. Uh, there's one spell, one boss that actually gave me a lot of trouble was the one at the bell, and he actually had this sword attack, and he kept killing off my players all the fucking time. So you have to find like a strategy with through your slots and your spells to kill him. And I've, it, once you figure that out, he's pretty easy. Uh, the difficulty of this game can range from difficult to like you know really easy. Some of the boss fights are harder if you don't know how to play a turn-based RPG. Whereas, like, uh, some of the fights are just simple and easy. So, again, you have that fast-forward button. Um, and there's lots of hidden stuff to go through. Um, I missed a lot. I actually going through a walkthrough right now, and I missed a ton of stuff, like, going through it. So, it's nice that way. Nice. The thing I remember of that game is there's, like, a thousand characters you can unlock. Yeah, uh, there's, like, 60 characters or something like yeah, that. Yeah, which it's is insane. always cool. Yeah. And they can mix in pick your character classes, or there's like mages, dogs, dragons, skull skeletons, uh, you know, milfs, not milfs, small people. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to pick? There really is like a milf in there. Okay. There's a scientist. There's a German scientist. Ooh. Yeah, we tap on that one. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it up. I'm probably gonna wait till it goes on sale on Steam. But... Yeah, if you want to, I wouldn't say if you don't want to pay the full price. I did because I'm a big Chrono Cross fan. Yeah. Um, and other thing too is the leveling system. You don't have to grind. You get every time you beat a boss, you get a star. Oh, you beat like four bosses or four characters. You let you level up to that max of the star, and you keep on going. The issue with the star system is if you don't have, and I found this, I forgot about this. If you don't have a character in when you level up on a star boss, mm. the rest of your characters don't level up the same mm. way. And that's an issue. So you've got to be careful who you pick in your team because they will be weaker if you go to better, better bosses. I see it's only like $27 too. That's pretty yeah, cool. it's cheap. It's 30 bucks, which yeah. is fine. But like, if you want to pick it up for 15 bucks, what's on sale, go right ahead. It's, it's not... I feel this game should have been 20 bucks. I understand why it's 30 because... You know, gaming is expensive, but um, again, if you want to play a game that you remember and you lost, and remember, I pick it up. I can't stress enough of how much this game means to me and everything else. It's a really, uh, it's probably the best uh, uh, turn-based RPGs you can play. Nice. Okay. That's, that's it. That's all I've been playing. Plus, plus Borderlands, uh, Borderlands Waterland. I'm still playing through that. Yeah. And that's still even getting even better now. The story is just getting better. The weapons are getting better. Um, I'm level 16 right now, and it's just, it's a lot of fun. That's awesome. Nice. All right. Well, that's it for us this week. I guess we'll be back two weeks. And we'll, I don't know. Now the Steam Deck's out. What do, we, what do we have to talk about? I'm kidding. We'll find something. 
Uh, I'm trying to think what comes out next month. I think the Evil Dead game's out soon, which I'm oh, yeah. excited for. Yeah, Ooh. I'm still hoping yep. to get a recode for that, so hopefully that happens. Oh, I guess there's Wii or <laughs> Nintendo Switch Sports or whatever it is. There's that. Ooh, hey. <laughs> yeah, get your golf on. All right. Well, until next time, everybody. Bye for now. Bye-bye.